Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brancy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The Friday Night Free Show has begun, begun, begun. The Sports Grid Radio Networks. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. There's a lot of stuff to break down. We've got Major League Baseball. We've got CFL football. We've got NFL football. We've got college football. We're talking about it all uh, tonight. Russ Landy will step up in him. I don't know why Russ hasn't been with us in, in a long time. Um, Russ, Russ Landy, he's actually the head, uh, he's a big-time scout, uh, Russ. It's one of these dudes, I was already following him on Twitter, and I see, uh, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the same Twitter follows and friends. Me and uh, Russ have a lot of mutual contacts and uh, mutual uh, friends in the football world. Uh, and uh, Russ Landy will step up and then head scout for the, uh, the Montreal Wets right now, XFL, former Cleveland Brown scout, uh, Big Ten Network, Russ Landy, we talk football, Rob Vino, Rob Vino, Sports joins us. We talk a little football, NFL football futures. We're less than three weeks away right now. Uh, so we'll get into this with Rob. We'll also talk Major League Baseball, obviously, with Rob Vino. Tony Finn um, from Area 51. I don't know, man. Hopefully the aliens let them use the phone tonight, all right? It's hit or miss. It's hit or miss with Mr. Tony Finn. It's not really fully his fault. I think we might have been too hard on him um, over the years. He is in the badlands of Nevada, and cell phone service does suck there. Um, but I, I, I feel a little bit. I feel good tonight. I, I, I like our chances. <laughs> I like our chances tonight. Straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, all right, so a lot, a lot of stuff to get to here this evening. The Seattle Mariners. Uh, the Seattle Mariners do it again. The Seattle Mariners have now won 12 consecutive baseball games. That's right. 12 consecutive baseball games. They haven't made the playoffs since 2001. It's the the longest drought in pro sports, which is almost really hard to believe. Like, if you think about it, you know what I mean? Like, you think of, like, off the top of your head, like, who's the crappiest organization and franchise in sport? You don't think the Seattle Mariners, right? And I hate to do it. Sacramento. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Cleveland Browns, right? Cleveland Browns, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, there's there's sort of you know what I mean. There's you know there's a bunch of like you know there's sort of you know bad franchises in sports. Uh, 
um, you don't think of the Seattle Mariners, Jacksonville Jaguars, Detroit Lions, right? All these teams have been in the playoffs. The Seattle Mariners have not. It's almost impossible. How the hell have you not made the playoffs in 2001? And there's no guarantee you're going to make the playoffs this year, but they've won 12 in a row. The Baltimore Orioles streak has come to an end. Uh, they, uh, their streak came to an end. Heartbreaking loss uh, tonight uh, in Tampa Bay. The Orioles' 10-game win streak is snapped. They lose 5-4 uh, to the Rays. But it was quite an accomplishment. It was a hell of a run. During their 10-game win streak, they went from 7.5 games behind to 1.5 games behind of a playoff spot. Uh, they, they, they hit 362 with two outs and runners in scoring position. Second in the bigs. Their team ERA, 293. Quality stuff from the Birds. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun. Got a lot of stuff talking back here this evening. Uh, we got a full house. We're talking football. We're talking baseball. We're talking basketball. We're talking all kinds of football tonight. NFL football, college football, CFL football. Russ Landy, longtime pro football scout, will step up and in and join us uh, this evening. We'll break it down with Russ Landy. Andy. Tony Finn joins us uh, from Area 51. And uh, we break it down, Major League Baseball. We break it down with Rob Bino from Wager Talk as well. And speaking of breaking it down, the claw, Clayton Kershaw right now. And I got to be honest with you, a lot of times I say it doesn't matter what you say, but even me saying this right now, you know what I'm saying if you know what I'm saying. We're, we're, we're just, we're not talking. We're not talking. We're just talking. Uh, there's the truth and the truth. So I, uh, you know, at other times, but the thing is, I'm not fans of the other times. <laughs> so I'm not going to be that guy. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. You want to talk about uh, high drama right now? Man, we're going into the bottom of the eighth inning. That's all we're going to say. Check it out, the freeway series uh, right now. Dodgers. And uh, Angels, there's a good reason to tune into an 8 nothing game right now. Clayton Kershaw is reminding people. I uh, like when people say, Clayton Kershaw, start the All-Star game? Yes, that's right, Clayton Kershaw. Except, nah, I don't see how that's going to happen. But nevertheless, uh, that's, that's besides the point. That's, uh, we, got, we got something to track here. We, we got something to track here uh, in, in, in the late night hours. A lot of stuff to break down. The Friars are up right now uh, on the D-backs by a couple of runs. The Brew Crew up on, uh, on San Francisco. So uh, we've got the UFC on ABC. Say what? Man, the UFC, man, they really have come a long way. From John McCain calling it human cockfighting to it appearing on ABC on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> it used to be Jim McCain, the world wildest, world wildest sports. Uh, now it's Brian Ortega busting someone's face open. Nothing wrong with some afternoon fights. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage, the Friday Night Freak Show. Vent your rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, look! There's a big crowd welcome us back, even though we lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch a football? Let's see if you can catch a rock. Friday night free show. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Dodgers batting right now in the top of the eighth inning. It's 9 nothing, And uh, we've got an epic. This is like big-time stuff. This is big-time stuff. It's one of these deals right now where I'm starting to be like, oh, man. God, like, I wish I was there. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a wish-I-was-there guy either. You know what I mean? I'm pretty much like, ah, whatever. Uh, I just, I just always sort of think of the. Um, I'm like, ah, I'll be there for something else, but this is this this could be pretty special here, uh, right now. All right, so we're gonna keep our eye on this. Uh, what's going on in Los Angeles right now with the freeway series? Clayton Kershaw uh, on the hill here uh, right now, and uh, let's just say you know Dodgers are up nine nothing, and we wouldn't be talking about this game so intently. Uh, just if it was a nine, nine, nine nothing didn't mean anything, but check it out. Check it out right now, and we'll get into this after. All right, a lot of stuff, a uh, lot of stuff uh, going on here. A lot of stuff going on. So the Mariners have won 12 straight. Um, Baltimore's 10 game win streak comes to an end. Julio Rodriguez, this kid's unbelievable. Uh, uh, Julio Rodriguez and the Seattle Mariners. It's funny because I saw some, like, I got to tell you, man, like, people on Twitter are just getting stupider by the day. Like, just every single topic, like, people just complain and bitch. Some people, Julio Rodriguez, who's he? Why is he in the home run derby? Anybody that says who's he, like, dude, like, delete your account. Like, don't tweet about baseball. Baseball is a type of sport that if you're casual, don't talk about it. 
watch the game and shut up. Right? Don't talk about managers. Like, I see people, like, these guys, you wouldn't know how to field a ground ball if a freaking, like, beach ball, like, hits you in the face, okay? And you want to talk about managers and this and that. Like, people know nothing about anything. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the social media, like, the new lows. Uh, we were, yesterday, our boy Russ Baxter was a guest on our show. Me and Russ were, uh, were tweeting back and forth about Otani. He, he highlighted, somebody said, why do people talk about Otani so much? What's the big deal? Remember me, Michelle Tafoya said, what's all the chatter about Otani? All the chatter. What the hell does that mean, all the chatter? You mean the chatter about the best player in the league? <laughs> and, you know, even some dude to follow me jumped in and said, too bad he plays for the Angels, so he's irrelevant. Yeah, I know, Otani's irrelevant. I know, like, just like I said, bad baseball takes. Like, just people are stupid across the board. There was some Dodger fan, dude, or blog or whatever the hell the other day. He was ripping David Roberts for uh, for uh, pinch hitting for Muncie. And then after, you know, Buddy got the winning hit after, and, you know, he still, well, it was still the wrong, like. <laughs> the alternate universe and the alternate fact thing has, like, trickled down into, like, people's sports takes. Yeah, I was wrong, but I'm not really wrong because I'm just right anyways. Hey, Chris Broussard's made a living off of it. I can confirm by speaking to people close to LeBron James that LeBron is not interested in getting traded to Brooklyn for, for Kevin Durant. I didn't realize that was such a hot rumor, Mr. Broussard. <laughs> yeah, we've all heard the buzz. We've all heard the buzz. That LeBron James wants to move to the East Coast and live in the snow with the rats. I've nearly dropped like four F-bombs tonight already. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. I can confirm. I can confirm you're a moron. How's that? <laughs> I can confirm that, you know what, you shouldn't be getting paid for your takes. Your takes are worse than the clowns that, like, tweet on Twitter. All right, so we're going to get this. Mic did blow out right there. I, I, honestly, for a second, I'm like, the mic's about to blow. <laughs> sorry. So yeah, it was, one of those, no, sorry. it was one of those deals where I, like, I was like, oh, did I just drop an F-bomb? Did I say, like, and I was like, no, no, I'm good. And I was like, a couple of times, I was like, it just came to me. I'm like, effing this and effing oh, oh. All right, so uh, Dodgers up 9 nothing right now. Whatever, just get this, uh, get this let's go, get the, get, get the inning. Let's go, here we go. And, oh, God, why can't we have nice things? Why can't we have nice things? Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game going. Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game. Going into the eighth inning. Son of a! Standing ovation. You think you're at Chavez Ravine right now. Rightfully so. Oh, God. It's really, I was pulling for it. Uh, it is what it is. 
I didn't want it to bring it up. I, didn't, I was like, you know, let's see, let's see how this plays out. But Clayton Kershaw is the only pitcher in the expansion era since 1961 to have uh, perfect games through seven plus innings multiple times in a season. It's like Birdman. Put some respect on his name. Wow. All right, now we don't talk about a nine nothing game anymore. Now, now, now the now now the nine nothing game is um, now it's just a nine nothing game. High drama though, huh? Man, would it just like in LA against the Angels, leading into the All Star game? It just and I couldn't help but think back to the Fernando Valenzuela no hitter many years ago. Uh, that I was at, and it was a Friday night, so I was thinking, man, these Friday nights, Dodgers and Southpaws, but it was not meant to be, but hey, the Dodgers are rolling right now. It's too bad, though, no out, he got to the eighth inning, the pressure, just right away, boom, game, set, match. All right, so we got a lot of picks to get to uh, here tonight. I sort of want to spray the board a little bit, I was bringing it up, we do have, um, we've got the, uh, the UFC on ABC which uh, I was kidding earlier about the UFC coming a long way, but they, li- they literally really have, man. They literally really have. I remember years ago, like Dana White used to be like, can, uh, can, we, can I come on your show to promote the UFC? And uh, now, like, he wouldn't come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe he would. But uh, I'm just thinking, like, how it changed. I remember, like, I remember in the old days of the score, like, I'm talking, like, 15, 20, like, he'd be in studio and stuff and, like, you know what I mean? Like the ultimate salesman. And to now, to now, boom, ABC, big time stuff. Fun card. Fun card. They went, if you notice this card, they sort of went with sort of known names, right? Because it's, you know, it's ABC and stuff. Uh, the Rodriguez Ortega fight is going to be a fun one. It's an early start time, it's like uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time. 2 o'clock Eastern time. So Saturday afternoon, which I don't mind. You know, I grew up watching boxing on like ABC on Saturday afternoons, right? We were spoiled then. Like, you know, it'd be like Hitman Hearns would be fighting on a Saturday afternoon on free TV. Muhammad Ali, free TV. All that. I, to this day, too, I understand uh, I understand the pay-per-view model, but just imagine how big a big-time, like, boxing match would be on, like, free cable television. It would just be massive, right? You know, that, that's what makes those, you know, that's what makes things larger than life. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. Vent your rage, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. It's the Friday Night uh, Freak Show. All right. Um, like I said earlier, there's a lot of stuff to get to uh, here tonight. We're going to get to some football. Countdown is on. We've really got to start to raise uh, raise it up a notch as far as the uh, the breakdowns, team by team, win total. We're going to go through the board. College uh, football, enough of the, uh, the conference realignment and all this type of stuff. Although I will say, I will say there's a little bit of a... Um, there's a little bit of a feud and debate going on right now. And I actually agree with the Big 12 and the other teams. Like, why if why are Oklahoma and Texas allowed in the meetings? They're traitors. They're traitors. Same thing, like, with the Pac-12 and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the live guys. He wants to kiss your ass now? Uh, you know, Oklahoma, and I like the Sooner program, but Oklahoma Sooners are talking about, oh, yeah, well, we're still obviously going to play Oklahoma State. I like Oklahoma State. They're like, no, we're not. <laughs> and I know people say, oh, they don't want to, they you know, they're scared and stuff. Whatever. It's not really about that. It's like, you guys do not want to call your shots. Now, listen, they're going to end up playing. But I, I do agree. This is a big debate that's coming up right now. And the other thing is, too, about kicking teams out of the conference early, which I would do too. And you know, listen, you can get the gist of it. This I'm a spiteful person. You know what I mean? If if your wife tells you she's leaving you, what I'm going to hang around till the new house is ready with the new husband in two years? I'd be like, I don't know, go live at the Motel Six, baby. You're gone. But one thing I will say, like Texas hasn't played Texas A&M in like in a long time. Uh, but you see, like, Florida and Florida State play. Iowa and Iowa State play. They're not in the same conferences. So the state the state rivalry games should continue. But I do agree with these other commissioners and, and coaches that, you know what I mean? Like, if you're leaving, you shouldn't be in on the meetings now and stuff. You're a spy. You're a traitor. It's it's pretty simple. You know I, mean? I, don't, I, don't see, I don't really see this to be to – be, a complicated, a complicated uh, situation. All right, so the Brew Crew up five uh, five two right now on San Francisco. Fryer still up uh, five three uh, as we speak. So we were talking about the UFC. Uh, we'll get you the uh, the numbers uh, up here, but uh, we were talking about LeBron earlier, and um, LeBron has just upset everybody in uh, Boston tonight. And when I first saw this, I sort of thought, well, is this like an old comment or what's, you know what I mean? Whatever. What do you guys, you know, what's going on here? Um, but no, in the latest edition of The Shop, his own show, LeBron James was asked about cities in which he dislikes playing in. James mentioned Boston. He did not mince words in expressing why. 
they're racist is F. They will say anything. I don't mind it. If I hear someone close by, I check them real quick and move on uh, to the game. Uh, he brought up an incident where a fan uh, threw a beer on him uh, in in Boston <laughs> right now. So, you know, I just, you know, Boston are just minding their own business tonight, and LeBron comes out because they're racist. Is that? This just in, Chris, Chris Broussard. I can confirm that LeBron will not be interested in getting traded to Boston. Yeah, I'll confirm that too. <laughs> They're racist as f. So I'm sure that that's going to go over well. I look forward to uh, look forward to the Laker game in Boston uh, next year. Now you're caught at the day with the NBA. We've decided to uh, to uh, boycott and ban any Kevin Durant talk uh, moving forward. I think you think Kevin Kevin Durant's. Uh, I don't even think he's um, he's gonna get traded. I, I you know what I mean at this point it's too complicated. Uh, it's too complicated. Donovan Mitchell will get traded. All right, let's squeeze in. Uh, let's squeeze in. Uh, we've got, I think we got Bob right. Bob in Vermont. Bob in Vermont. I don't know if Rigatoni Al is uh, is there, but we've got a guest coming up in a couple of minutes. All right, let's start off with uh, Bob. What's up, Bob? Good, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing tonight? Good, you know I'm a big Yankee fan, right? I'm aware. And I don't think I heard on ESPN the other night they said that the Yankees have the, this, this Division One. I. I don't know where they're coming from because you remember 1978 what happened? <laughs> Yeah, I do. You beat the Dodgers, but uh, but hey, Bob. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the division, the Yankee division with the Red Sox. No, I know there's been the, there's been um, I know there's been uh, massive blown leads in the past. They're not yeah, blowing. They're not. They're not blowing this lead. I know. Listen, it was the Phillies. Bay's only twelve games behind. I'm not holding my. Uh, <laughs> Bob, you're panicking. Twelve. I will tell and you. Then the guy. You saw Boone panicking tonight. Boone was panicking because yeah. I will tell you this: you're going to win a division, but there's no there's no guarantee you're winning the World Series, Bob. Like that's one thing. Like you're going to win a division, but there's no guarantee the Yankees okay, win we'll the World Series. Okay, we'll see if they make it to playoffs. We'll see. So I was not too happy with the guy on the Angels tonight. What forgetting the hit? Yes, I agree. I was cheering for the guy to get a, a perfect game. Everybody should have just. Everybody okay, should have just. Mind, thought, what? What's your question, Bob? No, I saw. I thought I saw the Dodgers get an error. Okay, no, it was the Angels. Yeah, I was yeah. not too happy with the guy from the stupid Angels. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? It's his job to get a hit. <laughs> no, I, I know it is, but, you know, you don't screw it. Just strike out. <laughs> Just strike out. That's all I say. Uh, um, I'm not, uh, not going to call you out for that. I'm not going to call you out for that because uh, I actually thought the same thing. I'm like, what a jerk. I'm like, what a jerk. Just say, you know. You know, Bob, you remember when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were hitting all those home runs? Pitchers, yeah. pitchers were actually letting him do it. I know. I think so. I remember that. Yeah. Like, at okay, that point, they were. Talking about college football. They were in on the party. I don't think no, 
I'm a big Notre Dame fan. They suck. I know you're a Michigan. Uh, Notre Dame are Notre Dame are good, Bob. I'm kidding. They're gonna have a good year, at Notre Dame. Hey, what? Well, no, we got rid of the book. Book's not there anymore. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, book, but yeah, book, book was a great quarterback. Books, uh, he was on the New Orleans Saints last year. No, Notre Dame's. Uh, okay. Hey, listen, Notre Dame's going to be good this year. I'm excited for the new coach Freeman. I think uh, nothing yeah, but know, positive things for the Irish. Our old coach, what he went? Oh, I was so mad when he went to Arizona. He just peed me off right there. I'm not happy. Who? Lou Holtz? Uh, coach, <laughs> that was before the new guy. He went he to LSU. Away. Brian Kelly. Yeah, I'm at LSU, yeah. Well, I don't care. I'm pissed off right now <laughs> that he left the place, you know. And uh, is Sue and Lisa in here tonight? Uh, I don't know, Bob. Why, you want to ask her out? No, because you, uh, what's it called? You were putting down the team, her team. I didn't put down her well, team. I, I just said that I would team kick team. them out of the Big 12 meetings. I didn't put them down. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I really don't. And guess who's in the chat tonight? Nick Aussie. Mick Aussie. Mick Aussie's in the chat. That's a shock. Yeah, I so thought you were going to tell me Beyonce or something, like, surprising. Something cool. No, Beyonce. Jay-Z. No. No? And then also, yeah, I think... Um, uh, Michigan, are they playing us this year? No, you guys are scared. Uh, We're not scared to play you. No way. <laughs> no way. No, the, Dave, you're awesome. The, the, I mean, this, you're the, a great guy. Uh, thank you, Bob. You're awesome as well, Bob. It's nice, nice yes. to hear from you. <clears throat> I know. I did call you last night. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry but sorry, I had Bob. to get that Yankee stuff in for you. You know. Well, well, you're you're worried about blowing the division. You're going to be fine. You're not going to blow the division. Worry about the Houston Astros in the playoffs. Um, oh, I hate the cheaters. Yep, the cheaters. Anyways, I I have no problem with it, Bob. I'm looking forward to it. A Dodger Yankee World too. Series. I'm happy with the Yankees, and I think the Mets will make the playoffs too. Dodgers Yankees World Series. We'll go to a game. Oh yeah, let's go. Where New York or L.A. Start saving. <laughs> Where, New York or L.A.? Well, either one is going to be expensive. <laughs> I'd rather go to New York than L.A. No, L.A. Well, you're closer to New York, right, are you? I would, uh, no, I would rather, no, I'd rather. Oh, no, you're in Nevada, rather, right? I, I would rather uh, go to Dodger Stadium. They're both, listen, both great stadiums, but. You're uh, Chavez, in Nevada, right? Chavez Ravine. Uh, Bob, listen, Bob. You didn't come with the pizza in New York before. You're not. You're not coming to Las Vegas or L.A. No, I don't want to go there. I'd rather go to New York City. We're gonna come see you in Vermont one of these days. We're gonna yeah, come, come to Vermont. Come see me, you and Cam, and maybe yeah. Nick will come. Big show in Burlington, but you got to come up to Burlington. Well, what? Yeah, I know where Burlington. And where, when are you gonna be in Burlington? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. anyway, one day okay. for the Vermont for the Vermont Catamounts, we'll we'll do oh, we'll okay. do yeah, yeah okay yeah go to a we'll okay. go to a basketball. Yeah. All right, Bob. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. okay. Take care of yourself, Bob. Okay. Nice go, talking to you. Go Dodgers. <laughs> Bob's a nice guy. And Bob's off to the fuzzy grape right now with Mr. Furley. This is Portrait. Russ Landy next. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. Throwing it down on Sirius XM Channel 159. A mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The loudest station in the nation. A 50,000 watt juggernaut up and down the coast. Let's do this thing. Countdown to kickoff is on right now. We're less than three weeks away from the start of the National Football League preseason. Let's bring in a man that has been scouting uh, players for a long time. He's, uh, he's the director of uh, U.S. Scouting for the Montreal Wets. Former NFL, XFL scout. You've seen him on a big 10. Network, uh, former Cleveland Brown scout Russ Landy steps up and in. Russ, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. It's football season. Let's do this thing. Oh, it's exciting. I mean, middle of the CFL season, and all of a sudden, here comes the NFL steamrolling over every sport in the world just three weeks away. I can't believe, man, that we're halfway through week six of the CFL season uh, right now, and now we're less than three weeks away uh, from the start of the National Football League preseason. So let me ask you, um, and let me ask you to put your scouter, uh, your scouting hat uh, on here. So Trevor Lawrence, I think it's safe to say he was the most heavily hyped quarterback coming into the National National Football League, I'd say since Andrew Luck, as far as people thinking this is, you know, the complete package, he's polished, he's ready to step onto an NFL football field uh, right now. Like everybody, he had his struggles, uh, but he was dealt a bad hand, obviously, with the, you know, the circus that went on there uh, last year, and I thought it was fitting. Uh, I read an interview with him the other day, Russ, and he said, me and Doug Peterson, he goes, I feel like we're kindred spirits. He goes, we just, we think the same. He goes, he goes, yeah, I just, I'm loving being around this guy and you know I'm, I'm asking you right now they they spent some money to skill position they bring in Christian Kirk they bring in uh, Evan Engram we can get to that in a minute whether they overpaid or not but what do you expect from Trevor Lawrence this year now that he has a real coaching staff there I mean, firstly, you're right about him being the best guy since Andrew Luck. I mean, I had a number of NFL people um, that I would ask after I looked at him, and they said, hey, he's the best one I've ever read. So enormous potential. Um, I think you're going to see a huge jump. He's still going to have, obviously, the ups and downs of a second-year quarterback. But you're going to see a huge jump, not only because he's talented and it's his second year, but because now Doug Peterson is there, and Doug is one of the best coaches 
at not only working with quarterbacks, but also figuring out, hey, here's what the kid likes to do. Here's what he does well. Let's merge those two things together and try to eliminate as much of the stuff that he doesn't do well at this point in his career. Now, two years from now, they'll incorporate stuff he struggles with and get him better at that. But let him play to his strengths now. You're going to see a much more confident Lawrence. You're going to see him throwing the ball with accuracy. His decision-making is going to be better. He's going to be a far better quarterback this year than he was last year. What, what do you think of the skill position players? We could argue that, you know, that maybe they've overpaid for some of the players, but at the same point in time, they are the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I've always, you know, I've always talked about this. Different prices for different markets. And and teams have to understand that. And fans have to understand that. So they bring in Christian Kirk. Um, Evan Engram. Let me ask you about Evan Engram. Because people in New York and, you know, we've been around the Giants for a long time. And he's obviously very skilled. Couldn't stay on the field. What's your perception of Evan Engram right now? Where he's at with his career? What can he bring to the table to the Jags? And I guess I could ask you the same thing about Christian Kirk. What do you think about the additions? I love what they did. I mean, Ingram, he may not ever be the great superstar. People thought he might be coming out of school. But this is the guy that's going to be a good, solid player for them. He's going to be sort of that safety blanket and run those quick little digs, the quick little outs, five, six yards down the field. So Lawrence has that immediate safety valve. Bringing in a guy like Kirk, you have Marvin Jones there, Zay Jones. I mean, this is a team with some talent. You get Travis Etienne back. I mean, I love what they have skill position-wise. And one of the things you have to remember is the beauty of what they've done this year is, yeah, they're spending a lot of money, but Trevor Lawrence is still on a rookie contract. So throw all the money at those guys this year and next year when Lawrence is earning four or five million instead of twenty or thirty, and let's see where we get. And in two years, when Lawrence has to redo a deal if he plays up to expectations this year and next, you decide which of those skill positions guys is still worth the money, which of the maybe one or two, you know what, they're not as good anymore, we're going to whack them. But by then, Lawrence has established himself, he's comfortable, and he'll have the two or three weapons that you keep to continue to improve and get better. Russ Landy joining us. I am Gabriel Morancy. So I want to switch gears over to Evan Engram's former football team and the New York Giants. And a similar situation, although a prolonged situation, for Daniel Jones. And I've been much more cup is half full uh, than half empty when it's come to, to Daniel. I think he's got an incredible skill set. I do think that there's some ball handling issues. And i got to be honest with you, actually. Like, the first couple of times, and I saw him play at Duke, but... The first couple of times with the Giants, I saw him uh, in, in the preseason even, and I'm like, man, this kid is just fearless in the pocket. Like, he's standing right here in the pocket, and he just doesn't care. And then I realized, Russ, no, he wasn't fearless. He was clueless in the pocket. He didn't know he was about to get hit. And there was a difference uh, between the two. But I like him a lot, and you want to talk about a dysfunctional situation. Multiple head coaches, multiple coordinators, terrible offensive line, injured skill position, you know, bad morale, etc. In the, in the locker room. I could go on and on. I actually think he has talent, yet he hasn't been given a fair chance yet. Hey, life isn't fair, and this is a massive year for him. What do you think he does with Brian Dable, and is this his last year with the Giants, or do you think he plays well enough that they're going to say, you know what? He could be our quarterback. 
You know, I, I, if I were to bet, I would say he won't play well enough for them to be the long-term answer. But I will tell you what Dable's going to do is Dable's going to say, okay, what has Daniel done well during the time he's been here? And what has he really struggled with, which there's been a lot of. And he's going to try to really say, let's do stuff that Daniel's done well. Let's try to build that confidence. There's no doubt Daniel can throw the ball. He's a big, athletic kid with a rocket for an arm. If you can get his confidence up, I think that's one of the things he struggles with. I think he goes up and down confidence-wise, and that leads to inaccuracy and poor decisions. Um, I think it's a good fit. Brian Dable is a very, very smart football guy in terms of taking over as the head coach. I think he can do a lot of things to help Daniel Jones' confidence. Bringing in a guy like Mike Kafka, who's sort of the opposite of Jones, a guy with limited physical tools but is a rocket scientist above the shoulders. I think him working with Jones and trying to teach him some of the things, hey, this is what you have to do when you can't physically do things. So I think that's going to be a good mix. I think Jones will get better. I just don't know if he has everything there to ever be good enough to where they're going to be happy with him. Uh, Russ, let's talk about the rookie class uh, coming into the National Football League uh, this year, and I'm going to rattle them off, and you can tell me, I want to ask you, who do you think has the biggest impact? Uh, and for selfish purposes, we're, you know, we're also going to be betting on who's going to win Rookie of the Year as well, but Kenny Pickett is the favorite at 7-1, Drake London's 9-1, Brees Hall is 9-1, Chris Olave, 9-1, Traylon uh, Burks, 10-1, Christian Watson, 10-1, Kenneth Walker, 12-1, uh, Scott more. Uh, we got Garrett Wilson, James Cook. All right, so we can't get to, uh, to everybody here, but out of the rookies, uh, offensive rookies, and I want to get your take on the defensive rookies too, but out of the offensive rookies, who do you think has a chance to impact uh, the football team and be a big-time player this year? Well, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, I know as the the hype machine went, there was Drake London, there was Garrett Wilson, all these different people. The guy that I think slid under the radar was Chris Olave. Even though I may have said that he goes 11th in the first round to me he was the most polished sure-handed smart receiver in the draft to me he was just that guy that i don't feel ever catch 100 and be the best receiver in the nfl but i feel very confident saying this is going to be a 70 to 80 catch guy who's going to be his team's number one receiver for a decade um i really think he is going to be a guy that every week becomes their big play guy because we don't know when thomas is ever going to get back to being the guy he was for his injury i just think that a lot of is the guy. Obviously, Pickett has a huge advantage. He's in a great spot to go and compete for the job, but he is a rookie, and I hate to say it, but most rookie quarterbacks suck, so there's a good chance that Trubisky ends up winning that job in Pittsburgh, and Pickett has to sort of work as the number two guy until he can overtake Trubisky. And speaking of Trubisky, man, we saw the leaps and bounds, just the footwork, and listen, I don't like to get into X's and O's. I'm not a scout. I'm not a coach. You know, you are, uh, but you can just see it. Like, you talk about the car confidence that Trubisky had just with the year with Buffalo and you know just the the accuracy knowing what he can do well so that's why I'm excited about what they can do with Danny so I you know this is what I find fascinating as far as the defensive rookie of the year is concerned you've got three guys at the top of the board here and they they're, they all play the same position essentially right you know we're talking about D lineman here Kayvon uh, Thibodeau Aiden Hutchinson and Trayvon Walker I should um, you know this is like the uh, media disclosure I am a, a diehard Michigan Wolverine fan, and I am a big Aiden Hutchinson uh, fan, and I think the Detroit Lions got a great football player uh, right there. 
out of these guys. And I've heard people say, well, Hutchinson's not going to be able to get as many sacks because they're going to be trailing. And, you know, it's easier to get sacks when, you know, you're, you're trailing late in the game, etc. But out of Thibodeau, Hutchinson, and Walker, which player did you like the most coming into the draft this year, Russ? You know, as, as just a football player, I lean towards Hutchinson. Um, he's an easier guy to predict where he's going to be because he's going to be a, a very good football player in the NFL. I don't know if he'll ever be a special player because I don't think he's a premier athlete. And I think when you look at Walker and you look at Thibodeau, you look at special talents. And I think that's why NFL people, I think, sort of leaned in that direction. Most of the people I spoke to said, if you're going to bet on someone becoming a superstar, Walker is probably a better bet. If you're going to bet on becoming somebody a solid player with a higher chance of being a solid player, Hutchinson's the guy. I would lean towards Hutchinson. I will also add one name to throw in there for your defensive rookie that no one is talking about, the kid George Karlopitis, the defensive end from Purdue. He's similar to Hutchinson, and he's going to a great, very talented defense in Kansas City. And he's going to get a lot of chances to rush the passer because they're going to get up early in games because they can score. He's going to get a lot of chance to put up some big numbers as a pass rusher. I, I'm a big fan of him, uh, of his as well. One-man wrecking crew with the Boilermakers. Uh, Russ Landy would just really love talking football uh, with Russ Landy. We've got a couple of minutes left here with him. So let's switch gears into um, into the collegiate ranks right now. You know, there's some people that are saying they think there could be five quarterbacks taken in the top ten of the 2023 draft. So coming into this year, you know, C.J. Stroud, you know, I wonder. It's not a criticism of any of these kids, Russ. You know, I'm just sort of speaking out loud and asking you, too. A lot of these kids, they're great, but they're in great programs. They're in great systems. So I would say, you know what, you know, whoever the starting quarterback is would probably be able to put up some pretty big numbers in this system around the players. But C.J. Stroud, I mean, 6'3", 215 pounds, he's got, he's got all the, the, the tools, the skills. Bryce Young, you know, seems a little small to me, uh, to be honest. You got Will Levis, you got uh, Van Dyke, you got Spencer Rattler. Man, this is a deep quarterback. Uh, pool this year collegiately who are you keeping your eye on the most like do you, I want to get your take on Will Levis but let's start off with Stroud we got about uh, a minute here so those quarterbacks take us out here Russ well you know Stroud is very interesting because athletically he can do a lot of things to me the guy that I'm most interested in of the quarterbacks is Bryce Young because now that short quarterbacks are teams are willing to gamble on them this is a guy I've had NFL people tell me he's the best quarterback they've graded in 10 years. Wow. So I can't wait to see how he grades when I put on the film because now that you can take the quarterback under six feet and put him in your lineup and say, this is my guy, very excited to take a really close look at him and see where he fits with other elite quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, like Kyler Murray, who came out that were under six feet. Russ Landy. Uh, you can follow him on uh, Twitter at Russ Landy. Uh, very simple. Director of U.S. Scouting for the Montreal Alouettes, former NFL and XFL scout. You see him everywhere. Russ, great catching up with you. Great talking football with you. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, my man. You got it. Thanks so much for having me on today. I appreciate it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Like that anger management class. This is Fortridge. I am Renzi. Great stuff with Russ Landy. Well, we got Tony Finn going to be stepping up and in from Area 51, the Badlands of the Nevada desert. Uh, we got Rob Vino from Philadelphia a little bit later on. Uh, still a lot of stuff uh, to get to here this evening. Uh, we were talking about, I want to get back to, uh, you know what, I'm, I, I'm fascinated by Trevor Lawrence this year. I really am. Um, it's easy to forget. We always, you know, it's always the new shiny object in, in the world that we're in now. But Trevor Lawrence really was one of the most heavily hyped quarterbacks in our lifetime to come into the National Football League. Like, th- there's been big time prospects, but, you know, I mean, not like, you know, they're, they're, they're few and far between. Like, off the top of my head in my life, like, John Elway. John Elway was like big time, massive, like next level hype. Peyton Manning, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, right? There's been some great quarterbacks along the way, but they weren't they weren't like his hype, right? Uh, like that sure shot next thing type thing. And it's easy to forget. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence was in a bad position, man. Like like seriously. Like, he could have found some dude, like, on South Beach, high on basalts, and would have been a better, like, advisor to him than Urban Meyer. The only thing Urban Meyer can teach you to do is, like, how to calculate, up, calculate the, the tab at a strip club, how many lap dances and drinks. <laughs> Not a bad guy. Hey, if Urban Meyer wasn't such a sleazeball, it sounds like a guy I want to hang around with, but he is just such a, you know, ugh. Just so, like, ugh. So, Jacksonville, they got, you know, I tell you, man, he this, this, he can throw the ball. He's more, he, he can run with it. Like, uh, you know what? Jacksonville are going to be a fun football team to watch. At least watch his development uh, over the next year. And what else is going to be fun to watch? Uh, Boston Red Sox fans were already disgusted that LeBron owned a piece of their team. Now we just call them racists. <laughs> I'm not even a Red Sox fan, and I, I think LeBron should not own a piece of the Red Sox. Bring it. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.